Hey everybody, welcome to Car Thoughts with David, episode 37. I had to actually look at that for a second. Um, yeah, make sure I was on the right number. <laughs> you know, you start recording these and you're just like, okay, um, what number am I on again? Uh, so yeah, and um, you know, as always, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to me have 37 episodes of talking about whatever's on my mind (laughs) and, um, you know, finding value in what I'm putting out. You know, I appreciate that. I, I'm glad that I'm able to provide some value to your life and that you're listening to this. And, um, you know, thank you guys so much. Uh, you can follow me through Facebook with, uh, car thoughts with David there's a page in a group. Um, if you join the group, I think it might be a closed group. Um, you know, just send in a request, um, and I'll, I'll approve it. Um, I wasn't really sure which one I should do, so I just kind of made both. Um, you know, and as far as Twitter and Patreon, you can find me at CarThoughtsDave. If you want to support the show, you know, I definitely appreciate anything uh, that you can support with. Like I said, the money goes to the show. You know, it's for better equipment, uh, maybe good Bluetooth headphones with a good mic, uh, something like that, um, or a an actual recording mic, a Bluetooth mic that's designed for this type of thing. You know, something to that effect, so... You know, it's just one of those things that, you know, I'm trying to do because I'm trying to, um, you know, help keep, keep the show going, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing it all for free using the equipment that I already have because, um, a lesson that I'm learning and, uh, actually watched a video that someone else put out online and it really resonated with me. And this is kind of the the theme of the show. It's about perfection and perfectionism. And um, it's something I've struggled with throughout my life because I struggled with OCD. Um, I was kind of a neat freak. Um, everything I did have to, had to be perfect. And if it wasn't, I would uh, beat myself up uh, relentlessly, uh, psychologically, just put myself through the ringer. Every single day, I would hate myself for doing something that was less than perfect. And uh, it took a long time to overcome those inner demons. Um, It took a long time to accept the fact that nothing I ever do will be 100% perfect. Because even if I put something out that's completely 100% perfect, after I look at it, I'm going to be like, God... I should have done this, or I should have done that, or I misspelled a word, and for whatever reason, the spell checked it and catch it, or, you know, whatever. And then I would generally instantaneously delete it and think to myself, oh my god, I hope no one saw that. I feel like such an idiot. I need to delete all my social media channels and just 
give up because I'm no good at this. That is how the younger me would have dealt with this had the internet and all of this technology existed when I was um, a child. <laughs> you know, not a teenager, a child. Um, I suffered from OCD at a very young age, and I suffered from it for very many years. Um, and I basically self-counseled my way out of it. You know, I would, as a child, throw a shirt on the floor. I know a re I'm a rebel, right? Or I'd throw a piece of paper, you know, a crumpled piece of paper on the floor. And I would see how long I could leave that shirt or piece of paper on the floor before it absolutely drove me to the point where I couldn't take it anymore and I had to go pick it up. And if it was clothing, put it in the dirty clothes because now that's touched the floor, I'm not wearing it. You know, that's got to be washed. Um, or the piece of paper, pick it up and put it in the trash bin. And and really, you know, that is, you know, what I dealt with as a child. It drove me nuts. Um, you know, I had so many problems uh, growing up because of that um, psychosis, that, that problem. And, you know... I, uh, you know, didn't really know how to overcome it. Uh, my mom had always dealt with it um, because even though she was OCD, um, my grandfather, her father, uh, was actually extremely OCD. And so, you know, she just dealt with it the best she could and kept on trucking. Uh, um, and she didn't get any support or help from her father, so, you know, she didn't really know how to help me, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying my mom did anything wrong in raising me. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, things pass on generationally, and, you know, that's just life. So, I mean, my grandfather, for instance, bought a car. He bought a Ford Crown Victoria from the Ford dealership, um, used. And he took so great care of the car that when he went to trade it in a few years later to get a different car because he wasn't really happy with it, they actually gave him more money than he paid for it. He bought the car, I want to say he bought the car for around $12,000 he paid cash for it. When he traded it in, they gave him an additional $2,000 more than he paid for the car because he cleaned it so well. And by when I say cleaned it so well, I'm not talking about wiped down the dashboard and cleaned the windows. I'm talking about he literally took the dash apart and cleaned the air conditioning vent um, uh, shafts, you know, where the air actually comes up from <laughs> the you know, air conditioning system and comes out through the vents, he literally took all that apart and cleaned all of that. You know, he cleaned the engine and kept it shiny like, you know, these, these collector car guys do. We're talking to Crown Victoria, you know, a, a, a 90s model Crown Victoria or late 80s model Crown Victoria. We're not talking about, you know a 1970s 
uh, you know, Camaro or a, you know, 1964 and a half Mustang. Um, you know, we're not talking about a nice car. We're not talking about a quality car that's a collector's item. We're talking about your average family sedan, uh, uh, you know, nothing special, no frills car. And he actually cleaned it to the point they gave him more money for it than what he paid for it. It's crazy, right? So, you know, I came from that kind of a background and upbringing. And then on top of that, suffering from that same disorder, it was just like, well, uh, he's just like me. Okay, well, what do I do about that? Um, Well, I guess I'll just try and help him cope as best I can by giving him tasks that help him you know, deal with that, like folding clothes and doing chores and, you know, cleaning things because that's what he needs as a person is to go and clean all the time. And uh, so it took me a long time to get over it because I was just kind of winging it. I didn't know what to do. I mean, I was a little kid, you know, I had to kind of figure this out on my own. And um, yeah. So that really, I mean, that plagued me a lot in, in, in my adventures and my journey in social media because I was so terrified every time somebody said something negative to me online or somebody that I knew, that I also knew online, I posted something and somebody was like, why would you write that? Why are you like this? Why did you put that on social media? You know, I would instantly go into the, oh gosh, I must have done something wrong. It must not be perfect because otherwise somebody wouldn't be critiquing it and having a problem with it, so I need to run and hide. And so that was something I had to overcome. And as a result, you know, it took me a long time to finally get my journey started, and I started to realize as I kept hearing other people say this, is just do it. Just go out there and do it. Just put yourself out there and, you know, basically drop the mic and walk away, you know. And it took a long time for me to realize that I could do that, that 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 part of me that says it's not perfect. What are you thinking? You need to go out there and buy all of this software and all of this equipment and make everything sound squeaky clean and sound like you're in a studio, even though you don't have a studio because you know how to do all of this stuff. So you could pull it off, but until you do all of that, you're not allowed to do a podcast. Until you do all of that, you're not allowed to write a book. Until you do all of that, you're not allowed to do any of these things. You just need to sit there on the sidelines and watch everyone else be successful and everyone else share their messages with people. And so it took a long time for me to finally say, you know what? I'm tired of having all of this bottled up inside of me. I'm tired of having all of these things that I want to say to people to help people or to try and get people to to say yes to themselves and to go out there and do the things that they love. Because if I keep waiting until I get it perfect, I will be dead and it will have never been said. So... You know, I put, started putting stuff out there. I started posting. I started doing. And, you know, it, it wasn't perfect. And I struggled at first. You know, my, my OCD 
would kick in, and I'd be like, that's eh, not quite the right message, and I'd go back and edit the message, and I'd read it, and I'm like, eh, I don't really like that either, and I'd go back and edit it, and um, I'd go do a video, and I'd do hundreds of takes on a video until my phone was dead, until my iPad was dead, and I did struggle actually on a recent video, but it wasn't because I wanted it to be perfect as much as I wanted to make sure I wasn't being too egotistical in the way I said things. Because I'm not trying to be egotistical and say that I'm such a great person. I'm trying to convey that, you know, this is what I'm doing and it's working. You can do this too. And I'm... I. I, I try to not be one of those people that's like, yeah, I'm so super awesome that I can do anything and you can do it too. I'm not. I'm just a normal average guy that works a normal average 9 to 5 job who sits in his house and was bored, who sits at work and was bored and wanted to do something more and make this world a better place. And I went out there and I'm doing it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not the greatest, but I'm sharing my message because it's something that I feel in my heart needs to be shared with everybody. So, you know, that's what I'm doing. And I'm getting better at it every day as I learn more, as I do more, as I say more, as I speak more, I'm getting more comfortable. I'm getting more confident. I'm seeing where I'm making mistakes. And in my last episode... I ask you guys to reach out to me and tell me if there's anything you think I could improve upon because I can't see every mistake I'm making. I don't listen to my podcast because I want to give it time to just stew and so I can see that progression naturally without trying to critique myself after every single episode and be like, well, you know, I could have done that better. And see, that's where this comes in in a different dynamic and doing video comes in in a different dynamic because I don't edit my videos at all. I record them raw, which is why I have to do several takes. I don't splice my videos. Um, I have actually went back and stopped my podcast and rolled back a couple seconds sometimes just because there'd be like this really crazy sound or something would happen and I didn't know if you guys would be able to hear it, or maybe I said something and lost my train of thought, and then there was just dead air, so I'd roll back through the dead air and start recording. Um, but beyond that, I don't do much with the show or with my videos at all. Um, I might add subtitles and things like that to my videos, but other than that, yeah, it's pretty much raw. Um, whereas with a post, with a comment, you know, I can go back and read it and read it and read it and read it and edit it. Once I've put the podcast out there, it kind of is what it is at that point. So it's it's my unfiltered thoughts. It's my unedited thoughts. Like I said, unless there's like some really super loud noise or I forget what I'm saying or, or get lost in a task and and stop and I'm like okay let me roll back because I don't want 20 seconds of dead air let me roll back and fix that you know but as I'm getting more confident in doing the podcast 
aside from yawning, um, which I'm sorry about, <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm getting better about that. I'm learning how to fill those spaces better and how to hold my attention on what I'm doing better to make it an improvement every day. And so as, you know, always, I definitely value you guys' feedback on anything I can do better. Um, as I've said before, if you have something you'd like me to weigh in on and get my opinion on, um, I'm more than willing to uh, to entertain those ideas and to try and do my best to do a podcast about them. So definitely feel free to reach out to me on social media and let me know. Let me know how I'm doing. Tell me about your car. Tell me about a story that you've experienced or, or something that you'd like to ask about. Because every day, I'm not perfect, but every day I strive to be a little bit more perfect than I was the day before. So that is my, my um, message for today, you know, is to go out there and, um, you know, don't worry about being perfect. Worry first about being out there and perfection will come as a result. And it will open up so many opportunities because you're out there and people will see what you're doing. And that's how you achieve perfection is by constantly improving and when people reach out to you and help you it only makes it better it doesn't make it worse so uh, with that i leave you with your thoughts and car thoughts out hey everybody david here from car thoughts with david and i just want to share some information with you you guys have heard me talk about finding your way finding your path and starting your journey well if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.